too much to talk about and not enough time to do it. So here I want to get into what I want to talk about. And it's been a little thing on my mind for the past week is how can we bridge the divide? What can we do to bring Republicans, Democrats, Independents, everybody into this same group of let's start looking forward and stop looking at all these stupid BS. I want to preface this with every bit that I am a conservative, so I do have a biased point of view on all this. But I do want to say that most of the media here nowadays is very left-leaning, and it's fine if that's what you like to watch, whatever. But I do want to give you guys a point of view that sometimes the media will take something, sensationalize it, and then you're hooked. You're like, oh yes, it fits a narrative that I like, and then maybe it doesn't really work out the way they thought it would. There's little points in history, and I want to take you back to exactly one month ago when we started looking at a thread that I'm going to look at it right here that was started by Rednecker on January 9th, 2020. Again, the thread name is The Civilian Body Count from Trump's Attack on Iran. Includes a shot-down airliner caught in the crossfire. Now, here's where stuff starts getting kind of funky. Yes, over a 100 people died. That's terrible. No way you look at it that it could be positive for any group of people. But... It was blamed on Trump. And then we start getting some little details. And if only one person did a single bit of research on this, maybe we could have not had a little bit of a fight about it. It's just stupid and silly. Because now, after all the facts are in front of us, we know, wait a minute, that wasn't Trump's fault at all. But... Let's step backwards for a little bit. There is a darn ladybug crawling up on my screen. What is going on here? Why are they here so early? Sorry about that little distraction. But let's get back to the facts. So on January 8th, 2020, a Boeing 737-800 was shot down two minutes after it took off. And immediately, there was this media frenzy about this is Trump's fault. This is Trump's fault. He shouldn't have escalated things with Iran. And guess what, folks? They were wrong. They were wrong. And you really have to start taking these things into perspective. That maybe we should take that little bit of time just to assimilate more facts before we start jumping to conclusions. The media loves to sensationalize and get you hyped up about news. Even if it isn't really good news, they want to throw it out there and say, here's a story. They don't present all the facts, but they will give you an opinion on things, and sometimes their opinion is absolutely wrong. And of course, somebody has to call me while I'm in the middle of trying to record. So that's fantastic. Can't remember exactly where I was in this whole conversation, so let's just jump to facts. Okay? Let's look at what was said, what was done. Alright, so at first the Iranian said, well, we thought it was a 
tomahawk missile flying towards us. Now, a tomahawk missile is about 21 feet long. A 737-800 is over 100 feet long. Huge difference. Five times larger. And I really want you guys to think about this. If you had a radar-operated SAM, a surface-to-air missile, and the unit they were using takes about three people to operate it normally. So you have this huge aircraft blipping on your radar. That doesn't seem like a missile at all. Let's even say a jet fighter. A jet fighter will have stealth capabilities. It's going to have a very small radar signature. It's going to look tiny on there. Anything the U.S. Air Force is using at all right now is not going to look like a 737. Nothing about it. And that's where... I really want to wonder why people will go with this, whatever the news says is true, and not look further for information before they jump to conclusions. Maybe it does fit towards a narrative you like. That's fine, but you really want to be right on things or else you look kind of ignorant. And that's where Rednecker sits on this, because... That person started the conversation. And then Rose Star jumped in and rumps the Antichrist. And Hangs left, says, So Iran would have shot it down had Trump not issued the assassination for another. No, no, no. Here's the part that these people, A, made a conscious decision to fire a rocket at an object in the air. Radar's signature is pretty big. Like I said, this is a civilian aircraft. It has no stealth capabilities. Nothing about it is interesting at all. It is supposed to be what it is because it's a civilian aircraft. It's supposed to be picked up by radar so that they, people at the airport can see it. It can land safely. It's supposed to be just, you know, out there and say, I am what I am nothing else i want you to pick me up so that i can land safely on the air pad and then we're supposed to believe this story that well it's because trump was very aggressive towards iran no 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 no. everybody needs to start looking at this stuff before we all jump to conclusions because there's a ton of information missing out there and i don't see anyone poking at it like i said did anyone poke a hole in that whole theory of when Iran first said it was a Tomahawk cruise missile? No, no, but that is actually the story they told. Go look it up. If you could, because most of the stories have been scrubbed, they kind of deleted them out because it looked bad. Because, seriously, I tried to do research back. Today is February 11th, and a lot of those stories have just been scrubbed. Like I had to go onto the internet time machine and go look back at what was actually said at the time because it does look bad on the media. Because they really flubbed it up. Bad. I want to add another piece into this. Smunk had a very long... Let's see. One, two, three... One sentence, two, seven, five, six... Paragraph explanation of why it is the U.S.'s fault 
that the Iranians shot down an airplane. Now, here's a funny thing. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but is it odd that it was a Ukrainian flight? Is it just me? It's like, that's odd. Why are Ukrainians coming out of Iran? I don't know. Just random question. And like, I have nothing else behind it besides saying it's odd. Very odd. But here's where we are, is we're so far in the media trying to push down Trump that we'll throw any narrative at it that in the end it looks dumb. And then once you get some of the truth out of it, like I said, there's no good reason they did it at all. They just flubbed up. That's it. Just some people got trigger happy and and it's not like one person did it. I said that's a three-man system that has to look at that radar. Somebody engaged that missile, it locks on, and it shoots down that plane. I don't even know at what level of visual confirmation it is. But it had just taken off two minutes prior. And here's the other thing. A civilian aircraft, they kind of give out when they're going to fly off, where they're going to go. The flight plan is already planned out. This is all planned out way in advance. So there's like no reason that thing should have been shot off at all. It is just stupidity on the Iranians. That's it. I really don't know how to explain it else. And I really don't understand at all why anyone wants to do any explaining for the Iranians. They're not our friends. They're not friendly people. Not usually from the upper echelons to America. So with that kept in mind, why would we defend them at all in this instance? Uh, why would anyone fall onto their side and say, well, it's because we did this to them? No, 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 no. Remember when uh, they took over one of our boats and captured uh, some of our soldiers? Remember that? They weren't so friendly. And that was back in the Obama days, when we were trying to be nice to them. Gave them a big old chunk of money. Try to be nice to them. Didn't work out. I'm just going to give you some personal opinion right here. We're not going to be friends with them. At all. There's nothing we can do. We can chuck all the money. We can lift all the sanctions. They'll still hate us. It's done. But what they will fear is our military. And that is one of the biggest things on earth that we have going for us is that we have a military that can just say respect us for who we are that we could totally dominate your area and just leave us alone and that's it that is the best thing the united states can do in this situation is say i know you're upset with us just don't mess with us we won't mess with you fine whatever but if you do mess with us we will obliterate you that's it i believe there's nothing better than listen i could darken your skies with the air force no problem at all might take a couple of months but completely blacken your sky with just airplanes jets flying over casting a shadow of your entire country and say I don't want to mess with you. I don't want any fight. But leave us alone or there'll be something done. That's it. 
easy peasy lemon breezy that's the whole point of the military at all it is not to engage it is just to say don't mess with us we don't care what you're doing you do you and we'll be fine but if you mess with us there's muscle back here and we will take care of things i know i sound like a little bit of an isolationist but we don't really have to get engaged too much we can flex our muscle when we need to and sometimes we actually do have to i mean isis was not friendly to us at all could we have done it a little bit better of course we could but us as a people we kind of bickered on how it should be done and that's where we really need to get together and get our politicians and representatives in line and find out what's the right course because i don't want anybody going out there to die for a war that isn't going to benefit anyone but i do want to say if we are going to engage and we truly engage there is no wavering there is no well this didn't go so good for us we have to go full force look at it as our directive and go for it because here's something that a lot of people do not get from history is that world war one we went in we kicked a lot of butt and then we left we went back home and that was it we thought the entire deal was done and then there was a power vacuum and then what happened hitler came up hitler drew up the forces in the area and then we had world war ii what did we learn from that and i'm drawing a little bit from uh victor uh hansen i'm sorry dr victor hansen and i've learned a whole lot from listening to him that when we left that power vacuum that's how hitler came up and then he said wait a minute germany destroyed this area in such amount of time if i was supply forces a little bit stronger a little bit better and he was not wrong at all he led his forces out with really inferior pieces of uh, machinery technology and he crushed france and that's what we're starting to see in the middle east is yes we go in there we destroy stuff and then we pick up all of our toys and go home and then a power vacuum we're kind of seeing history repeat itself so if we're going to go to war there either we're in it to win it or we're just doing it just for show if it's just for show just a flex of muscle it better be worth it because in the end we've seen how these things turn out through history i know i'm breaking down a bunch of stuff very quickly here but i want to explain just the one thing america its greatest strength is our power we have power and presence everywhere and that is what the military does greatly you think about where could we strike at any moment anytime and we have and these numbers are shaky but 14 submarines carrying trident missiles they are placed all over the earth just ready to attack we could obliterate any country anywhere no one's scared of them because we don't really flex our muscle 
and say, well, you know, if you really want to feel that way, that's fine. We'll just go ahead and turn you into a parking lot. And maybe that's part of our problem, is that maybe we should flex the muscle or, if anything else, say that we have the power to do this. And if you really feel this way in saying these things, maybe we could uh, do something about it. But we've always been very passive and decided this is not the way we want to go. Which I also think is another strength of America. That we don't have to just go obliterate a place, turn it into a glass as far as the Middle East is concerned. Like literally we could turn, you name an area out in the Middle East, into glass. And it would burn hot forever with our power. But I'm going a long way about saying that maybe maybe we can find some uh, little bit of bridges that we can build together because <laughs> I just started going into the American exceptionality of our military forces, which are amazing. And I really do think that that needs to be its own podcast on its own. But let's start a looking at stories taking maybe that 24 hours and just say okay i'm going to sit on this for a little bit before i comment on it because maybe there's some other information i'm missing because if we go back again and look at that story from a month ago that no one else is talking about anymore because oh yeah it was a bad story not a whole lot of the information was there and I'm gritting my teeth because it's just bad on the other side. Yeah, if we look at that and we say, okay, that's a very bad way to portray things, fine. If you can look at that in retrospective and say, yep, maybe I shouldn't have said these things, maybe you can look forward and say, I'm going to look in a little bit more before I jump on the gun and say, yep, this is the truth because the media told me because I have this habit of saying something in the forums that if you want me to do your thinking for you, I'll do it. And I have no problem with that at all because it's what the media is doing. It's already putting this thought in your head that this is what's the truth and then you turn out to find that it's not the truth. It's not true at all. There's nothing good about what they said or did. And nobody calls them out. They just keep on jumping onto the next ship that they throw out there. And eventually there's going to be this last ship. It's going to sink. There's not another one. And you're just going to drown with it. Alright, well, so I don't know what else to say from here. It's been one of these things I've kind of cobbled together in the last few minutes. And it's something that... It has stuck in my head for quite a while, but I've just been held back by little stuff like work and a sick child, so I I know I'm making excuses here, but I appreciate all you guys, and, uh, yep, laters. <laughs>